0: Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the Next to Flex Podcast late night edition, man. I got my man Apostle right here, right in front of us. Um, I'm gonna let him introduce himself and then we're gonna get into it with this interview with him.
1: How y'all doing today, man? This is AK the Apostle from Let's Talk Sports, y'all. And you know, I'm here with my boy BZL on the Next to Flex podcast. How y'all doing tonight?
0: All right, apostle, man. I know you, I known you for some years now, man. But you know, people see you, they 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 know you from the battle rap, they know you from the podcasting, they know you from the church, they know you from um just about being everywhere, you know what I mean? Um, people know you, you're a DMV vet man. Um, and we go back some years, you know. I respect you so much as a brother, but the thing is I know who you are, and I want people to get a chance to know who you are. You're a very influential person and i think that your story is like crazy man it's real crazy and and i think that it can help someone so this podcast right here the late night edition is b- basically about uplifting and um you know what i mean um you know maybe it can inspire someone you know so let's take it back to the early days um growing up where are you from i'm from the dmv i live pretty much all over Throughout the dmv so i'm just gonna say i'm
1: from the dmv just to keep it short and sweet and then we'll we can dive in at the more you know beginning to
0: the interview okay so how were you raised Were you raised by your grandmother your mother your father how was you how were you raised mostly where did you spend most of your days or who you spent most of your time with as a younger age
1: well my one of the most influential people in my life is my grandfather he, they he was known as mickey but they you know his real name is james but known all around as mickey neil he was like in the beginning stages he was the most influential person in my life like that was my hero that's who i looked up to and i kind of tried to model my my behaviors after him now my biological father we never really had a relationship ever since i was like five years old but i did have a father figure in my life you know my sister father pretty much stayed around and to this day you know I look at him as my father. A lot of people didn't know he was my biological father until my biological father passed. But now nah, I never had much of a relationship with my biological father. Years ago, I went looking for him, but uh, it just didn't pan out, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's one of the voids in my life, you know, not being able to at least establish a relationship with him before he passed. But, you know, my Heavenly Fathers did, you know, fill the
0: void. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um did that affect you in life? Not being around your biological father. I mean, of course it it made some type of difference, but how did it affect you the most? You know what I mean?
1: I never, okay, in in most cases some people I never let it affect me to the point that like I was mad, upset, but it's a void, you know what I mean? It's just a void that you like it, that that you can't you can't feel it, you know what I mean? Unless you able to, you know, make contact with that person. So that void has always been there, still gonna be there. But I never let it, you know, I didn't feel sorry for myself, didn't let it, you know, trigger me to having behavior problems. That's like beyond the realm, you know? you know, a lot of people end up with these issues. They do some really wild things, some really, you know, crazy things and then be like, well, it was because I didn't have a relationship with my father. I didn't want to be one of them.
0: Okay, okay. coming up in 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 school and stuff i well i've known you when i first met you i met you you was an artist you were a known battle rapper um i know the story and we'll talk about it later on i I, the story is a good story of how we met but the thing is i've known you to be a battle rapper you know what i mean in the beginning but i wouldn't want to call you a battle rapper i think that's what people knew you as but i thought you was one of the best performers i ever seen till this day um and i mean the bars you had was always crazy i mean so what inspired you to do music and how old were you when you started doing music
1: the crazy thing about it is i wrote my first rap when i was eight years old and it was just something about rap. Like, I was always intrigued by rap ever since, you know, hip hop, hip to the hip. It. I was always influenced by it. Like, I used to watch all, you know, Breaking, B Street, all the movies, uh, Crush Groove. Like, I, I really was, like, following that stuff. And, like, really, I, I say about... I say when I was about 15 years old, I really got serious about trying to rap. Like this was like before rap became so global, but like your TV raps were just starting out, like Rap City hadn't started out. So like we used to be all in the school, just like you see in the movies, we'd be in the school battling in in the lunchroom, battling and whatever, rapping with the go-go bands and doing all that kind of thing. So like rap was always, always a part of my life from the beginning. Like I would always like, you know, I was the one walking home on the pathway, You know, rapping in the back of the classroom, rapping like whenever I I did my uh, did my book reports in 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 class, I rapped them. You know what I mean? In History, I like I had to do a report, I rapped it. So it was like everything was rap. Everything was rap. You couldn't tell me I wasn't going to be the you know the biggest thing you know at the time. So that's how I you know just did it. But and then. You know, later on started going around performing and doing other things as it grew, man. But yeah, rap was always a part of my life.
0: Still is. But okay. well, let me ask you this. Do you remember your first verse you ever wrote? Yeah. Or the first line you ever wrote? Give me your first line you ever wrote. See, see, here's the thing. Like, like every year, like Valentine's
1: Day, we do a um, what we say, a show your love display, right? Mm-hmm. And my verse, my very first rap song was a love song. So that's why when it comes, when I finally got over to where I'm at now, it was never hard for me to do a love song because I've been doing love songs since I've been rapping. So my very first rap was a love song, you know, it was called, a song called For the Love of You. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it was like, you know, sitting back, relaxing. That I came up with a the theme, and then my mind came a very, very fresh love theme about this little girl. I tried hard to get with. And I ain't gonna go no further than that. But yeah, I, yeah, that was my first rap. And that was when I was like 13.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So moving on, you started battle rapping. Um, what led you to battle rap? I know we, you know, I know in school we used to beat on the tables and rap balls and stuff like that, but what just made you say, okay, I'm about to get off into this arena of battle rapping? Because
1: back then, every time you were rap, right, there's always somebody was like, yo, you can't see such and such, or you can't see such and such, or such and such is this, that, and the third. And everywhere you go, soon somebody say that somebody else can rap, they are gonna put that person against you, and you gotta be able to you know, come up with something right then and there because you know it's embarrassing because like you you could like back it ain't like now when you got time you can learn about somebody go on the internet and Google them and look at their pages all right you had to be you had to be ready to go right there on the spot. You know what I mean? And if somebody got you, if you really want to get your face back you better get them the next day. You can't wait two days, three days you got to get them the next day. You got 24 hours to respond. So you know I had a couple guys that I mean every time I seen them I had to battle them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, that was our that was our story. You know what I mean? I had to battle him every time I saw him, you know.
0: Do you have you ever had a time where you feared a rapper, another battle rapper, or was like, man, I ain't wanna, I don't want to go against him. You might have been a little younger, you might have went against somebody that's a little more seasoned, but was it one guy that you like you just weren't trying to see him right away, or were you you didn't care? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I feared them. I would say
1: that I knew this battle was pivotal. You know, we was down at the State of the Union, and it was me versus a guy named Dream. And what it was was I was the champion from the previous year, and he was the champion of that year. So they was trying to get us together for a while. So I set the date, you know what I mean? Because, you know, they came to me, was like, okay, we're going to put you on on stage, right? I said, nah, we're going to set the date for next week. We the feature match. You know what I mean, and when when I came in, I knew that everything had to be right because this dude was so tricky. Like you had to, like you, he could he could freestyle about your shoes, he'll freestyle about your clothes, he'll freestyle. You you could you couldn't give him anything to linger on, and and whatever you're gonna say, he's he could rebuttal it. So I wasn't scared, but I was highly aware and highly on top of my game when I knew because this is a battle that. It's, it's for all the marbles and the pressure's on on really both of us because it's champion versus champion. So I wasn't really scared, but I knew I had to be on my A game. So what I did was my motto back then when I was battling was like this. I'm too strong for you commercial, for the commercial rappers, and I'm too smart for a thug. So that's how I had to do it. I had to
0: outsmart them. Okay. Okay. So how did you fare in that battle? I won. Oh, you want okay okay <laughs> yeah i won. i got you i got yeah. you so okay moving on from battle rap and you start writing a lot more and recording do you remember the first song you ever recorded
1: recorded first well well that was way first first song i recorded was a song called ain't nothing change okay you know and that was just me, just going through different layers of of uh, you know my versatility and lyrics, you know okay. what I'm saying. And then it, that came behind. Then behind that came a song called "I Live and Die by My Lyrical." Okay. And then I got I started getting more into you know started collabing a lot more with people and doing <laughs> you know different various type of you know songs like that.
0: Okay. Now you say you from the DMV which I'm aware of, but in the DMV, you know, go-go is the predominant music. So was it hard to be an artist or did you get ridiculed for trying to be, or not trying, but you were for being an artist or or, a rap artist, hip hop artist, um, as opposed to going down the go-go lane, or did you damp dapper in the go-go lane?
1: Yeah, I I dabbled in the go-go lane. I to, I, I was in a couple of go-go bands as well. You know, okay. but what you had to do, what you had to do was keep your portfolio open. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap in these go gos I'm gonna do my things in this go-go, but I'm still gonna maintain this over here. So, and then a lot of times you had to be able to do both, you know what I mean? Because, you know, don't get it twisted. Some of them go-go rappers, man, they had a way with the crowd and they knew how to play them things so you you get a you get up there just thinking you're just gonna rap your little words and all that and then one of them come up there with one of them jones that's rocking with the with the with the with the band and all that they'll drown you out so you better make sure you was on your a game in that arena too
0: okay okay so in the go go lane you 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 was in, you played you dabbled a little bit in it Oh, absolutely so let me ask you what was a better feeling on stage, or when you're in the booth and you laying that verse down for the very first time, and then you come out and you hear it after it's recorded, what give you the better feeling?
1: Well, the stage always is it was is always what you work for. You know, the 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 um in the booth is very important too. Working on your your craft is very important too because you you definitely want to make sure you're putting out quality product. But it's nothing like the stage. Nothing ever takes the stage. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. Now, moving on, Um I, I knew you went to the um, United States Navy. Um, <laughs> three years in the Navy. And what made you decide to go to the Navy? My mother. You thank know. you for your service, uh, brother. I just want to tell you thank you for your service, but go ahead. Thank you.
1: Yeah, my mother. My mother, um, you know we was headed down the wrong path doing a lot of things that uh, we shouldn't have been at the time. And you know, my mother just showed up one day and was like, nah, you know, you're not going to be like the rest of my family. You know, I don't want to harp on it too bad, but I I have throughout, you know, throughout our family have a lot of people that ended up, you know, incarcerated or dead and she didn't want me to go down that path. So, you know, she took me into the recruiter office. Man, I wasn't even there two minutes, I cussed him out. Upside, right side, all over, man, and I don't even—I still don't know what he said that had me a couple months later swaying in. Cause I mean, I, I read him, I gave, I, I, I fed him his lunch, you know what I mean? You know, you can't tell me nothing. I don't give I knock you out. I mean, I, I curved on it, but he still—he said something that got my attention. Cause I ended up, you know, swaying in and went on out there and you know served my time.
0: So when you was in the Navy, I mean. How was that experience for you? Did you learn anything? Did you see anything? Did you not like it? Did you like it? What what was that experience, overall experience in a nutshell for you? It was a lot. You know what I mean? It was a lot. It it it, is not what see. See, that's the thing about everything
1: in life. See, you see something on television, and there's always all these glorified people and you know, saluting and all that man. Ain't that man? It's a grind. You know what I mean? When you get in there, it's a lot going on. You know what I mean? You got to stay focused, you know, they didn't tell you like, especially in the Navy, you're going to spend, go out on, go out to sea and not see, not see land for 30 days, not be able to see, not be able to watch television. You don't have a, you don't have a, you don't have no mail or no communication with nobody for like, you know, 30 days at a time. And, you know, sometimes we had to go through what they call sleep hours. So you was up for 72 hours or we go through water hours, like stuff like here, this, this, this was your choice if you eat, you can't take a shower. If you take a shower, you can't eat. You know what I mean? So when you out to see Stuff Geek, they don't tell you all that. It get crazy out there. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I would not change that experience for nothing in the world because what we learned while we was out there through a lot of things. And what's crazy is I just reconnected with a bunch of guys that was on the ship I was on. We, we on West Side together now. Like we we telling all our little we telling our stories from back in the day and it's a lot of them man. But like I said, it definitely took me from out of my 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 my, my teenage years into the early stages of my adulthood because like I said, it's nothing like it man. It's a thousand stories we could tell about when we was out there. Like man, we like sometimes you don't even know what you eating. You know what I mean? Cause like you ain't getting the top of the line. Like we we was on the attack wall. We wasn't the aircraft carrier who living life like high on the hill. Nah, we we the grunts of the of the battleship of the battle group. Mm-hmm. So we, we you know we you know turkey wings that that taste like Salisbury steak. You know, what I mean you don't know what you eat. You know what I mean? But the <laughs> craziest thing that ever happened to us one time was, you know, what happens is the all the mail go to the aircraft carrier, and okay. then they uh. Throw up what they call a mail buoy in the ocean, and you know, did some we'll send somebody out there on on one of our um, you know boats or whatever to get the mail buoy. They bring it on the ship, and you you read your letters and from your loved ones and all that. But one time we hadn't heard, heard from, you know, the mail boy in like a month and a half. So we finally got it. And you know, the guys on the market talking, yes, they're bringing the mail to y'all right now and be coming to you soon. And everybody like, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to get your pictures. You know, you're getting pictures from your loved ones or hear from your significant other, whatever. And then they opened it up and it said, no mail jokes on
0: you. Mm, 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 mm. And I know being in the military, um getting that mail call that mail that's very important when you get them letters that's like the highlight people ready that you ready that was like you yeah. we didn't get email it wasn't no emails back then no nah, text. you know no and email mail, text.
1: you couldn't that,
0: that social media yeah, that, exactly it was special you know what i mean so moving on from the military you out the military you back on the block you know um going back on the block, was it a, a, a culture shock for you when you went back to the block, back home, we call You know, as people people don't know, when, when you leave the military and you go back home, we call it back on the block. Don't mean you're back in the hood, back but back on the block. Well, for um, me, that's what happened. It went straight back to the block. Came back.
1: I dibble and dabble for a while because what happened was you come home, you done served your country, you got your little couple of dollars with that, but then you come back around the way you see the—that's the, back when the dope boys was really doing it. I mean, they was doing it, man. Like you walk up the block and they laughing at you, like, "Look at you, old man with the with the with the with the uh, with, the, with, the, with the on and whatever, whatever." And they sitting there, stop got knots in their pocket, driving the big boy Joan, the house jumping girls everywhere. You sitting there like, the "What am I boy, doing with myself?" You know what I mean? And then. And then they'll play it off like, nah, man, this ain't for you. But then you get to hanging out with them a couple of times. The next thing you know, here we are. You know what I mean?
0: Because that's, so I mean, that,
1: that's what, that's pretty much, how, I mean, that's the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood was like, was, was rocking, bro. You know what I'm saying?
0: So did you end up on the block um, as far as hustling? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, absolutely. and what, made, what made you, I mean, I you know, you just touched on it, but what made you say, okay, I got to get out of here. And and this this is no judgment zone. This is your truth. This is your story. Hey. You feel man, what listen, I mean?
1: see, listen. One thing about these when we talk about this stuff right here, the the operative word that's always going to come up is what I used to be. I'm nowhere yeah. near that man right now. That yeah. man is a stranger to me. You know yes, what I mean? Exactly. If I see that man right now, I wouldn't know. But at the time, yeah, it was so intriguing. It was so alluring. Yeah, we had to jump. You know what I mean? Because and it was. It was just like it was, it was fast, a lot of fast nights, a lot of crazy stuff going on. And then it had that we had what we call, I would say, what I would call the hardest summer ever when, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of my close OGs and homies, we got locked up or killed. I almost went to jail. It got real, it got real, real. So you had, we had to make, had to make some real life decisions. You know what I mean? And then uh, I I never will forget the day that I, I took I took a bunch of dudes to where I had my stuff at and said, y'all can have it. It was like, what? I can have it. I'm gone. And I ain't never go back.
0: You so know what I'm saying? What made you... Let me... First, so did you ever get locked up behind this stuff? Yeah. I did get arrested. I didn't... I.
1: I came very close to serving a whole bunch of time. Let me just say that. Okay. And what it was, was what happened was in the case that I was involved in, the head detective, right? He searched my background. He searched my background. He saw my military background. He saw I actually had a job too. He saw that I had a job and he saw that I was actually, he saw some of the stuff, that I had going on. So what he said was this, he said, he, cause he pulled me up outside the courthouse. He said, come here for a minute. He said, let me tell you something. I got a feeling about you. I got a feeling that you can make something of yourself. I got a feeling that you just was a person that was a, in the wrong place at the wrong time around the wrong crowd. I really feel that you can, you know, go out here and really make something out yourself. Cause he said, cause I could have took, you know, basically what he said is I could have took some of this evidence and easily slid it on you. You know what I'm saying? Cause we got you in certain positions where we could have did it. Now, even if it wasn't, cause see, you know, police make up their own crime scenes where people don't know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could easily could have slid this on you. You know what I mean? But I chose not to. Now what he said was this, don't make no fool out of me because if I ever get you down here again, You better bring your toothbrush. Mm. And I said, I tell you what, (laughs) if I never see you again,
0: it'd be too soon. Okay. So walking away from the game
1: Was the birth of tight shorty.
0: That was tight shorty. This was before, this was before apostle tight shorty. Now, where did you get the name tight shorty from? Because I, I met tight shorty. I didn't meet apostle. I met tight shorty.
1: It was a guy at school
0: named David
1: Young, and he could always come up with a name. Like, all the, every time he sees somebody, he gave him a name, right? He used to call me Big Daddy from Cincinnati. But I was like, mm-hmm. man, I can't use that, man. You know, it's a Big Daddy can I can't be. He said, you know what? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to come home, and tomorrow when I come here, I'm going to give you a name. And he came into me, right, and he said, man, tight shorty. And I was like, man, I ain't taking that name, right? But it was better than what I had because I was my real. I was going by Rap Master C, Big C, Big. It just none of them, none of the names was good. And I didn't. It took. It, Ty Shorty had to grow on me. You know what I'm saying? But you know,
0: mm. you
1: know. But yeah, that's where I got it from. It was a guy at work, man. That that was like, man, I'm gonna give you a name. He gave me Ty Short, and I ran with it.
0: Okay. Okay so as tight shorty i know i know you from the music i've seen you perform in different states and when i was in georgia you came down there and i i seen you perform on stage when you really didn't want to do it and that was really when i looked in man eyes and it's like he battling his demons but let's take you back because you had talked to me about certain things and it was about your about addictions you know And, you know, that's 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 close to home to me, as you know. Um, So. I want you to talk about your addiction. How you became sort of I want to say, well, keep it real addicted. And um, and um, I would say this, I would say this, I wouldn't I wouldn't
1: say addictions, but I was a stone cold alcoholic. That's for sure. I definitely was an alcoholic. And in terms of with the weed and the drugs and all that, I had a infatuation, I had a short relationship. Now the alcohol was real. The alcohol situation was real. I used to wake up in the morning and drink like 24 hours bowls for breakfast. You know, it was was days where I got drunk two or three times in one day, you know what I mean? Like I would be drunk by nine o'clock, take a quick nap, go to work, come back, get drunk again about four o'clock, go shoot ball, come back, get drunk again at nine o'clock. And then the worst thing they could have ever gave was, man, they gave us a spot, right? The joint was an after-hour spot. Mm-hmm. It don't even open till two o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Bring your own liquor. <laughs> you mm-hmm. hear me? Bring mm-hmm. your own liquor. So, this is what we would do: me and the guys, right? We would, we would do whatever we do, watch the fights, do whatever we got to do, right? Do whatever we got to do. And then what we would do, right? We would go to the liquor store, load up, get our fifths, cases, all that. Go down to the spot, rock out, and then when everybody ran out, ran out of their liquor because they didn't bring enough, we was the liquor store. So I'm saying, because we would like pretty much, we would have like two, three fifths, two, three cases of beer, coolers full. Like we, like yeah, it was that. But see, like I said, my my like I said, my drinking situation like I ain't gonna, I ain't even gonna try to deny I was a stone cold alcoholic it got to the point that I was doing, you know, when you get to the point, you're embarrassing yourself. You're going places, passing out all over the place. You know, I met mean, one time, man, I party one night, man. I woke up in the back of, in the back of a car. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it like, you just, it, it was very, it was very humiliating a lot of stuff that you do when you get drunk. You can't help yourself. You fall on all the stuff spilled all over your clothes. Just, just embarrassing. yourself. You know what I mean? And then, uh, uh, at two DWIs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For a whole year, I had to blow in the tube. Just to start the car, one of those, one of those you blow in the tube. Then you gotta wait, blow in the tube again to prove that you ain't got no liquor. And when and when I finally ended up in when the, see, they did that for me. Then after that, they put me in a room with you know, like the alcohol anonymous type thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm in there with these people, right? And I'm talking about I'm looking at these people in this room and then listening to the stuff they saying. And I'm and, and, and it was like it was at that moment It's like, I don't belong in here with them. I don't belong in here with them. Okay. I should not be in the room with these people. Nothing against them, not judging them, because I'm an alcoholic just like them. But mm-hmm. I'm saying where they're at in their life and what they're trying to accomplish in life is not where I want to be. Like it was people in there that being a drunk is all they cared about. I just want to be a drunk the rest of my life. I don't care what I do. I just want to drink. It was dudes that was leaving out of that joint that was like, I'm going to park my car, go across the street, get something to drink. Like, you've just left having to get tested to see if you took a drink. You left your car with the breath of, with the machine in it and went across the street and had a drink anyway. That's how I bad these dudes are. I'm, like, I'm, I'm not him.
0: Okay. So, what was the, the time that made you just say no more? I can't do this no more. I got it. I I cannot drink anymore. Cause see, I remember coming to coming from the A, and we done had great days. We done had good nights and great days, and and, and stories that I won't tell and stories I can tell on another day. But I know we we. Hey, listen, you. Hey, great goose. We was getting great I'm goose open like book, man. Knew.
1: I'm open book. I'm open book.
0: Yeah, when we when we touched down. And the boys from the A and I brought them up here and you pulled up, you already knew we was getting the great goose. You know what I mean? You was getting the great goose. You would get the bottles. You, we would play Madden and, and, and get in the studio and being locked in making songs. And, and they was like, yo, you will always show us a good time, you know what I mean? And and the thing is in the studio we'd be locked in. You get the great goose. We had the bottles, we drink it. And I don't remember just getting super drunk, but I remember us getting lit. And but we ain't oh, we, yes. we, we yes. was good. Yeah, yes. we had some good nights, clubs, and all that in the DMV. I mean, I know you done done them all from Dream to Love to DC Live to
1: two ice box
0: to, to the yeah exactly and my All favorite
1: the 94th air squad
0: was my favorite but go ahead oh yeah yeah so i mean i, I know you don't been around and i i remember the first time i met you we was at a hotel party and i mean we had to look in i think we had to lick in the tubs you know what i mean the bottles and the tub you know what i mean and we was getting money then and and you know that was that was our younger days but the thing is i remember at this time i never thought that you was battling your demons i didn't never i never thought that you was at that time because we was young and we was living that you was battling alcoholism or none of that because you carried it well you you see what i'm saying As like you 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 told some stories where it was the dark sides but around me i never noticed that so when i found out that you had to blow in a, a, a tube or the. To, to start your car i was like what like yo this is real this is the first dude i i knew personally that had to do this and to see that and you know and my thing is, we maintained our relationship over the years you feel what i'm saying and right and then all of a sudden you got saved you know and you went from like yo i'm not doing this no more i'm not doing this i'm not in the club i'm i'm not i'm not nothing i'm i'm practicing abstinence and and you like you really like you 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 doing the whole thing like we had talks man like and 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 you helped me through my situations you feel what i'm saying and and you was always i i never had a big brother and we close in age but i always you know looked at you as an older brother not only as a close friend but an older brother like when when i tell people these are my brothers i always mention you you feel what i'm saying like and and luckily we doing a business together right now, but getting back to that, what made you go and just join the church and get yourself saved and turn to God and Christ, you know, he boxed me in, man.
1: He boxed me in, you know, he got me, uh,
0: the walls was caving in, you know, mm-hmm.
1: you know, that was, that was like, as everything kept, coming down the line, so many incidents happened in, in, in a in a short period of time, you know, lost a child, lost a close cousin, lost a brother, you know, lost best friend, you know what I mean? And it was like every week I was going to a funeral, you know what I mean? And, and it was like everything was going on in my life was now falling apart, now the rap career falling apart, you know what I mean? Not, not you know, got on the radio, forgot my lines, Lost the battle to a dude I had no business losing to. It's like everything was just falling apart. You know what I mean? Everything was falling apart. So one day, I ain't gonna lie, I sat down and this this, is like just randomly. I just said, you know what, man? I just talked to God. I said, God, man, I need a sign today. I know I don't normally talk to you, and I know I don't, you know, I'm not the most, you know, I'm not a saint, you know what I mean, but. I need a sign today. And that was the same night, you know, randomly, I was on my way to a dinner function. And Rain from PGC called me and said, hey, I need you at the radio station tonight, two hours from now. And I'm like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh she's like, no, you, you you, saying you can't do it? I was like, no, I'll be there. And I get there, and I'm supposed to battle this guy on a Friday night mic fight and Trick Daddy was like in the next studio over, you know, had all the people from the radio personalities in there. This is Howard homecoming weekend. You know what I mean? They picked me, you know what I mean? To be on the Friday night mic fight on a, on a Howard homecoming weekend and I bombed it. I I said something on the air. Flex had to do a sound effect and all the noise went off and all that whatever. It was people calling in like, give my man another chance. and It was crazy, bro. But then I knew right then and there. I said, God gave me my sign. That was the sign I needed. And then that was Friday night. That Sunday I went to Evangelist Assembly because the week that Saturday, the Saturday before that, before that even happened, that Saturday before that I went to my first men's prayer breakfast. And then that following Sunday, I went to Evangel. I went down to the to the altar. I gave my life to Christ and I never looked back. And I never evangel- looked
0: back. Evangelism, I was a royal, I was a Royal Ranger there. And I so I know that church. Um I go back with Pastor, was it Jack Kane? Jack it Kane. It? Yeah. Um and this and I never Peggy looked back. And Peggy um rest in peace. So moving on, and you didn't look back okay was it ever a time where as you know they say god hear your prayers but the devil hear your prayers as well you know what i mean yeah. and um temptation is real so was it ever a time where it was like calling you back to it where it's like yo I, what can i do i mean i, I i'm this battle rapper, I've done this music thing, and I know, I can speak for everything in the city, this was before social media, everything in the city, I know you was doing it, like, you was on the radio stations, you was on the radio shows, you was in the clubs, you was doing shows, I've seen them myself, I've seen you hosting Baltimore, I've seen all these shows that you've done, I've seen the limo rides, I've seen the bottles, I was in the hotels with the bottles and stuff, you know what I mean? So, was there ever a time where it was, I've seen you in Atlanta where, you went down there to show the love and you was there and you was there with me and and family and the whole team went down there and you was like um you really didn't want to perform and you rocked the joint you you feel what i'm saying like you know as far as you so it was like has it ever been a time where you was like man this i know you went to gospel was it ever a time it's like maybe i can do both or was it people in your ear ever saying like you don't need to be doing this you need to be doing it. know the
1: second there's always people that's gonna say you don't have to do strictly gospel you know it's always wrong it was always people saying that but my thing was I wanted to whatever I was living I wanted to talk what I was living and for when it turned when it came to when it came to being a Christian artist at first I didn't know if I was gonna do it at all you know what I mean I kind of just like sat just was being taught, you know how to be a real man of God from my mentors and the people that I was learning from, from the men's group at that particular church, and I was letting them groom me or whatever. So I wasn't really doing that. I was actually, I was singing in the choir, man. And I can't sing. I can blend, but I was singing in the choir. You know, I was doing all the little, you know, all the all the all the all the events like you know we singing in the men's choir, have mm-hmm. a talk with Jesus. I mean, I'm, we doing all that. So one day we had. Choir rehearsal, right? We had choir rehearsal, right? And and the pastor Jesse, you know, okay. pastor Jesse said, "Hey man, this next song we are gonna do. I need the following people to stay after rehearsal." So I'm thinking I'm in trouble because I mean I'm not I'm no lead singer. I know he's not giving me a lead, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, he, I'm, he, I'm he about to kick me out the choir? Like, <laughs> I
0: mean,
1: like, did I really do that bad today? You know what I mean? So, but he was like, no, I got something. I got something for you. He said, This, this, this new, this new song we're gonna do tonight. I, I I wrote a rap that I want you to do. And I took that rap and I put I gave it back to him. He said, What's wrong? I said, I can't do that. He said, What you mean? I said, if you want me to rap, I gotta do what I do. He said, What you mean? I said, I gotta do what I do. I will write my own rap and I'll perform it. I promise I won't embarrass you. He said, You know what? I trust you. So they we doing the song, and then you know the lead singers go to the corner, like you know, everybody on the stage mm-hmm. is a great big mass choir. The leads, the leads, whoever gonna sing the lead at that moment, they go to the corner and just sing they sing their uh line and they go back to their spot. Okay. So it finally comes to my part, right? And I don't know what made me do it, but I went, you know, I went straight. I go, I went straight tight short, right? Yeah. Jay, I go to the middle of the stage. You know, I didn't go in the corner, I walked all the way to the middle of the stage, right? So they're looking at me, right? And I'm thinking, they think I'm about the same, right? <laughs> they scream like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, They think I'm about the same. This okay. could be this could, you know, this really could be bad, right?
0: It could be oh, real bad, it could, could be, be good, real or it could be bad. But
1: they it, sang the bridge. they singing the bridge, and I'm sitting there like. This could really go left, you know what I mean? So soon as I started, because I'm saying this ain't this is this is back when Christian hip hop wasn't popular. Like this yeah. is new, like you're right. introducing a new realm in this building,
0: a whole new genre,
1: and they lost it, they went crazy, and that was the birth of the apostle.
0: Birth of the apostle. Yeah, oh my goodness, and then no looking back now. This is the time I came back from, from Georgia. And I was walking a similar walk with, with you, and I was going to all the shows. I was like, You was like, Yo, I gotta perform at this church. And I was like, Okay, let's go. Anything you said you was doing, I was with it. We arguing about cowboys and the redskins at the time, all the way there. But I'm with it. I'm riding, taking pictures. You I'm I'm watching you give out sales CDs out the trunk. You weren't giving out you was selling, you was actually getting money. I think you got more money in the gospel realm. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So I remember I remember you had what was the first gospel project you did? What was the name of it? I testify. I testify. Okay. Now on I Testify, how many copies you think you sold and gave away all together?
1: Have no idea. When you say, when you say uh uh when you say sold, I have I can't even remember. I know I sold a lot. I sold a lot because I kept re-upping them. You know what I mean? I kept getting shipments, kept getting shipments. So I sold a lot of them, and I also, uh you know, uh, gave away a lot. You know what I mean? I never, I never, cause see, one thing I always wanted to make sure that if you truly couldn't afford to get a copy, I, I, if it, you know, this God word, I want you to have it. So if somebody came to me, and 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 I didn't charge everybody. Like somebody said, man, man I only got two dollars. Then you got the CD.
0: When you got a dollar, you got the CD. I'm not. I, I wanted. Remember him. I remember. I know you move units. I can speak for it. I, I, I know you move units. Everything was by you, for you, by you. You was pushing them, and I remember the shows. I remember the pay gig that you did with one of my friends, good friends, and they right. loved. And you would, you would. I mean, dude, you was all the way in Virginia, deep in Virginia. We was, you was doing shows all over. Church in Merlin, out. I, I think by Bowie or something. Um, you was doing, you was doing a lot of shows, man. And I was looking at this. I was like, yo, battling my demons and back here and not really want to be back here, but needing to be back here because my family was here. You were my family and my family, like friends, close friends brought me back here and I'm watching you. So it helped me through my whole situation. It helped me through, it helped me grow watching you. You know what I mean? And that fulfilling I saw the same where I didn't know where you were going to go with it but that same you but better it was like another glow on the stage in churches whereas yeah you did it in clubs you did it at shows but now you in churches and they got crowds and you performing then you got with like this camp now people know (laughs) People know that and, and I remember some of the some of the guys a part of it. Um shout out to those guys. Um I, I, I remember their names, you know, and I'll let you speak on them, but um I remember you was a part of that situation. I remember you doing that situation, and I remember some of the songs I mean like it was yesterday. What was the name of the group and what led you to get with? them or how did you get with them or whatever
1: i think i think you even talking about when we did a project called change man or i think you're talking about when i was you know you know with a group called christ music you was it was both one of them they were
0: parallel times they they were parallel
1: to each other but they Mm They were similar, but not the same. And some of the people that's with Crack Music was on that project. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, yeah. so it kind of like went hand in hand. I mean, as you grew out there, you know, social media started intertwining a lot of us, MySpace, Facebook. So we started meeting a lot of people on social media, you know. So as we as we found out about other people in social media and we, you know, got to learn one another, man, it was like, man, come on, man, you know, let's, let's collab. Let's work. You know and things like that so you know the idea the idea came across i thought it was a dope idea so i ran with it man
0: but let me ask you this and and, and, and i heard this and and not just i'm not going to say from you but from the same problems you have in the secular music realm you have in the gospel music realm you have mm. the divas, you have the divas you have the people that think they need to be in the forefront You have the ones that think they're more Hollywood than they are, and you have all that. Did you, and and we don't have to name names, did you come across where you wanted to work with an artist and they felt like they were too big or all the time? Or, or, or or, yeah, or the group, uh, or some of the groups that you dealt with circles, they felt like they should have been on more of the songs or the opening verses, or or it should have been more about them or all of the above.
1: all of the above. All
0: of the so above. You, so, you, like, give me one time, and you don't have to name names because I mean, like I said, we don't have to do all that. But yeah, yeah, we don't. Know, give me a time, whereas he was like, "Yo, this. this wait a minute, man. This is. I, I I'm just as good as you, or or or. I thought we was doing it for God, but like, this is. You know what I mean? Where, it was, where egos came into play. Man, listen, when I first got into the Christian hip
1: hop realm, every time I would like, because I mean, I was I was like a kid in the candy store, especially on, on on social media. I didn't even know what the acronyms meant, you know, so I didn't use them. But I would all, you know, just hit people up, man. Hey, man, I see you doing this. I'm doing that. You know, let's collab. And, you know, I, I would get the Heisman. And then it was time we did events and people, you know, you had the people that was, you know, in order for me to show up I need 500 I need you know I need $1000, six water bottles, two towels, you know, uh, a bed of roses. I mean, I've seen it all. But I never really cared about the whole, hey man, I'm just as good as you think. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was like can we work okay or we can't? Cuz I was never tripping off that, you know what I mean? Once I got comfortable in my walk and my purpose and what I was doing, I didn't care about who's bigger and you know them treat me like they supposed to treat me, cause see at the end of the day, for those that did do that, you know, you missed out. We you missed out on the opportunity to build with a brother. You know what I'm saying? So for those that did, and you, did just what I, I learned though, you will you will find that the craziest thing is this: the biggest stars was the coolest ones. Mm.
0: You know, name, name some of the biggest stars that you have performed with or on the same stage as
1: oh, Marvis Sapp, uh, mm-hmm. Vicky Winans, Kirk Franklin.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't want to I don't want to miss some. But, you know, those were some of those are like the major ones. I mean, I, I did a uh, tie tribute. It was it was a lot of them. it was a lot of, them, you know what I mean, that I got to be around. But like I said, the bigger stars like like Kirk was. Chilling, Kirk was laughing, giggling. He didn't care. But then you get the ones that's like the middle of the pack. or I ain't gonna say middle of the pack, but they just not big as these people. And then they like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pfft, who are you? How many followers you got? I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: exactly. it's that.
1: And but but that's everywhere. But the with, the lesson of that, because what I want to convey to what we were talking about this is this: always let your true personality guide you, whatever you do. And always remember everything is about people. You know what I mean? If you if you're a people person, stay a people person. Don't let your success take you away from being a you know, somebody that's natural for people. You know what I mean? Don't don't, don't how your success, how much money you got, who big you are should not determine how you treat people. It should never be that. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. Now, name some of the biggest or best producers on both sides that you ever um work with wow
1: wow well i'm gonna be honest i
0: mean i worked with
1: uh mo digger i worked with everybody that was over at the night flight at the night flight studios which was you know they was like the premier studio in the dmv you know just about everybody went over there so i definitely did definitely did Tracks over there, you know, R.I.P. Brother Scotty Beats. I did a couple with him. Your brother, definitely, Double A was definitely one of the most talented, you know, treasures out there. I mean, golly, on the gospel side, it's too many to name. You know, it's too many to name. My partner, uh, you know, my partner at the time, his name was Elect Man. He he kept the the rawest, You know, producers. You know, hitting them up. You know, uh, Twins Production.
0: God's elect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Twins,
1: Twins Production. Um, my man K Drama. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I mean, it was a lot of people.
0: A lot of these cats I met through you, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, my man Blaze Torch, uh, the Frontliners. They, you know, those guys. You know, you know, sent tracks out there too. So it was always a lot of. You know, I, I I I will thank God that you know, especially on the gospel side. I mean, we did I did reach some heights on on the secular side and did make it to certain stages and you know, in certain stages You, but on the gospel side,
0: I, I, know. I, 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 I
1: God allowed me to be around the creme de creme.
0: But I, I'm gonna say this in the DMV for the DMV, it has a, people don't understand that DMV is very musical. It's so much talent here. They just didn't have all the outlets once BET moved on or whatever, whatever. But the B, but D, the DMV itself has so many different um, talents here. So many different. It's so versatile. And I know some of the greatest stages, you know, of yesterday's time that if it was a stage, I, I'm pretty much you done it. If it was a club, you was there. Whatever, whatever. And you weren't just coming in the back door. You feel what I'm saying? Like (laughs) you know, and I and and I can stamp that. Yeah, moving on from the music. Um, I remember you meeting a young lady, and I remember you eventually marrying her. Oh, okay. And this lady, this lady, this lady here, I can never say no wrong about it's it's grace. I mean, in her, I mean the way she moved, the way she talked she used to be driving me and you'd be arguing about about no you was driving she was she for a lot but she was we would be arguing about the Redskin and the cowboys uh floyd you know uh i'll just be spiting floyd just to spite floyd and you know what i mean i wanted to find somebody that can beat him and nobody would beat him but you know and you know, you was big in the boxing world, but we used to always go at it. And she used to be right there laughing, just laughing right there with us, you know? Right. You know, marrying this young lady and having right. a couple of kids by her.
1: Right.
0: And I watched-
1: we still married, I mean.
0: Still married, still married, elevating. I mean, black excellent. You You are a black excellent story, y'all are. And the thing is, I mean, even when we had a piff at one time, and it was crazy why we had a little tiff, because we never had a tiff. But my thing is, sh- till this day, and uh, just up close and personal, she called me. She said, listen, I need you to talk to him, and I need y'all to communicate. And I said, you're right. You're right. And I'm going to tell you one time, I came to Home Depot to talk to you, and I saw you, and you didn't see me. And you moved on. I was like, man, forget that, man. I'll talk to him later. And I saw you. And I was like, you know. And it ate at me that night, you know. But she called me and she she put that call through. And I was like, Yeah, because you was my brother. And it was over some crazy stuff. But she was she's just a woman of grace, you know. And she's always, I can't say nothing but great things about her. And you have two beautiful daughters. Um, I know she's your better half she's your rock um you her rock you, you're equally yoke. but uh, i'm just saying she i'm gonna let you talk about her and um how did you meet her and what made you because i wanted to be there the wedding at, at this time you knew i had a situation going on and with what i had going on but um i really wanted to be there it really really hurt me not to be there but how did you meet her what was your first line of I want to talk about your first date.
1: All right. Let's do it this way. First of all, let's, let's, that situation that we had was crazy. and It was the Mm -hmm. only time we ever had a situation ever. And I didn't even know. And we were just being men. Let's just be honest.
0: Yeah. We
1: were just being men. Every, every man is like, I don't need him. He don't need me. I don't need you. You don't need me. And, and it just, just that two alpha males is like refusing to bend. But I didn't even know she put that call in to after you said something to me. Like we we actually got on the phone. We talked. You we like, yeah, man, you're my other my who? Yeah.
0: What?
1: So I went to her, I said I said you I said you set that up. Yeah, baby. I
0: was like,
1: you're right. I I couldn't even say nothing. I couldn't even say nothing. Mm-hmm. But we met at an event we was doing called Substance Over Swagger. Okay. You know, we was at a house a place called G Hop, Gospel House of Praise. We was doing we was I was hosting an event, right? I was hosting an event, and her minister of music brought her there. Now, me and her have two completely different versions of how this night really went. And we'll get to that another time. But we have two completely different ways of looking at how that night played out. Okay. But what happened was he brought her there, and when he got there, he said. I brought somebody here to see. He said that. That's an actual fact. Now, that part that part of the story, she cannot deny, you know, that he said that. Now, she said he was ca- he was cabin, and he wasn't telling the truth. I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's what the man said.
0: Okay. Was she single at the time?
1: Absolutely. We both was.
0: Both were single. Okay.
1: Both were single. So, what happened was I went on, did the show, that this particular night, I chose a different route in how I do my performances. I was hosting, but when I did my set, I did my entire set a cappella. No tracks, because I wanted everybody to hear my words that night. So instead, like I like I did the full performance of the song just with no music. So I did the entire you know four songs, no tracks. You know what I'm saying? So okay. that right there kind of allowed her to see the inner workings of how you know I'm not just an artist. I'm not just somebody mm-hmm. that's just up here trying to you know sell CDs and this that, and the third. So when she went in the hallway. You know, I accidentally she won one of my CDs, right? So her minister of music bought the CD. Like you getting the CD. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how I put it. I've I put my contact information inside the CD. You're a
0: silver tongue rascal, you but (laughs) you know, listen, of course.
1: (laughs) Of course, you play it off. you like, for bookings. Yeah, for bookings. <laughs> <laughs> you bookings. to do
0: the booking, really, huh?
1: Hey, for bookings, you know, this is how you reach me. So a week later, her minister of music, I'm at a play at the same place. And her minister of music and her came back, right? But after that, we went out to breakfast with the Denny's, talked for a while, changed numbers, and the rest is history.
0: Mm. Okay. So what made you just say, hey, this is the woman I want to be with? Um, I want to marry her. At the time, right? Because I was really at a crossroads.
1: At the time, at the time, this is when I'm really in full plans apostle mode. Like we doing a hundred shows a year now. Yeah, we are know, all over you know, the place.
0: You was we, busy.
1: We on the radio we all over and one of the things i always said was whoever i was going to decide this do the courtship with they cannot fall in love with their apostle they have to take time to meet Carlton. you know what i'm saying so when i talked to her it was easy to talk to she had the maturity level because man listen i dealt with some knuckleheads Mm -hmm. you know what i mean oh i know not not no, I'm not saying. Not to slide
0: anybody, but not
1: not, yeah. not 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 no. But I'm just saying, even in court and without you know meeting a few people yeah. when I since I've been saved, because you know I was saved. I ain't scared to say it. I was saved, <laughs> single and celibate for seven and a half years before I met yeah. my wife. Yeah. So in that time, you get to meet people, and during that stretch, I met some never heads. You know what yeah.
0: I mean? Yeah, definitely.
1: Because it was it was a lot of them that was one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. They were hot one day, cold the next. Mm-hmm. You know, you you end up ended up in arguments. Like, man, what in the world is going on here? So, mm-hmm. she made it so easy. You know what I mean? The her presence, her spirit was there. You know, it was just like, mm. I'm like, oh man, I can really,
0: I could really be she me. Was your peace. She was your piece.
1: Yeah, I could really be me. I don't have to pretend. I don't have to put on that because most of the most of the people I was meeting, they wanted, they
0: didn't really want me. They
1: just wanted to meet the
0: one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They they was in love with. I know in the secular world and the Christian world, people still love that star. In in certain parts, certain parts, and it's like a cologne.
1: It's like a cologne.
0: Your aura, is
1: like your spirit. It's like a cologne. Just like pastors, when they get up there speaking and that power come on, it's women in there targeting that pastor. You know what I'm saying? So. It's something about it, but you yourself have to be aware of that and have to be able to hold it all. Because one thing I never wanted to be—I I didn't want to be one of the dudes that everybody be like, "Oh yeah, look at him; he's just like everybody else." You know, I didn't want to be the one running rampant in the church and doing other cuts. So I, I didn't want none of that. You know what I mean? I wanted to find my true mate, and being patient, God gave it to him.
0: Yeah, you was—you was patient, and I—I I remember the—the the times. I remember part of it. You know what I mean? Um now moving on today you got married, you had a couple kids, two beautiful daughters you your girl dad um, mm-hmm. situation um, um like I said, your oldest daughter, oh man, she is something special and your youngest daughter is a fighter right and people don't understand like people don't understand your youngest daughter's special needs like my son right and and, and people don't understand like it's it's hard being a parent. But when you are a parent of a special needs child that or that requires certain attentions or certain certain things, that's really hard So mm-hmm. the people understand that sometimes you just can't be there. Mm-hmm. You just can't come to work that day. You just can't do this because of that. And, and it takes a village. It takes family. It takes a wife. Sometimes she's. We, and you have to be strong for her sometimes it feel like it's y'all two against the world it, it seemed like, still, like your family is so close it seemed like you're still alienated and you're away from everybody how do you how do you manage that because it's it's been times i called you and you were at the hospital and you're, you're, you're with your daughter you're like yo i gotta go here then i gotta go here and then next thing you know I got to go do these moves. I got to run up here and do the fight. Yeah. My wife is with the girls this weekend and I'm going to do the fight because you're working. People think you, you know, cause we're going to get into that part, but you're working. You're constantly working. I, I don't see you doing leisure. Everything you do, it might look like it on pictures that you're, you're <laughs> doing, this but you're constantly working with two girls, two daughters, two daughters, you're the only man in the home how do you how do you work that how do you make that work with you and your wife how do y'all make that work it's a constant compromise it's a constant
1: constant sacrifice and you have to make sure that you make your presence known in the home you know you can't be absent in the home when you're in the home you got to be in the home you know what i mean you know, we work and we grind, but you got to take that time, whether, you know, you know, a couple hours a day, whether I just like take the kid, just roll around the bed and throw them all over the place. I mean, you got to you got to make sure you had that time. So, like I say, it's a constant effort. It's a constant compromise. And yes, yeah, time where it'll wear you out because things happen at a drop of a dime. You know what I mean? We can go like we was planning this, planning that, and then all of a sudden, screw we gotta run to the children's hospital. Screw it, we gotta run to Shady Grove. So it's a constant thing. Like I tell everybody, if you got a relationship with somebody, make sure you just check on them on, or, or every now and again. Just, it ain't gotta be about, hey man, I just call to see how you doing. Or I just call to hear your voice. I just wanna make sure you're okay. You know what I mean? Or just drop by, you know what I mean? Because when you see somebody, especially, us that have you know these things going on. You may look up on that screen and say, Oh man, he he's doing this, that and the third, but you don't know that's my therapy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I just needed a minute. I'm working, but I just need something to keep my mind off everything that's going on because it's it's like so much, so much, so much, so much going on. You know what I mean? But yeah, and and, and God has gave me an awesome helpmate, you know, an awesome helpmate. My rib. So, you know, I remember the last, it was a situation when Kiki had a, a seizure at church. Right? And that's the first time this particular pastor had dealt with it. He didn't know what was going on. Everybody was running out there. Yo, you needed it. I said, i kinda, kinda. I don't need, what you doing right now is what I you don't need. I don't want it. Ain't that I don't need it, but I don't want y'all to do it. You don't need to overreact. We dealt with this before. We know the steps. If I need to do something like this, I definitely notify you. I don't want y'all to, you know, be alarmed, and I don't definitely don't want y'all to take away from what y'all need to do with the people in there for this. Now, granted, pray for my baby. No, don't, don't pray. Pray for my baby. Say a prayer. But I, we got this. So the next day, I call. He called me, and we we're talking, right? So he's like, "Man, I, f- I just feel so bad." I said, "Man, don't feel bad, man." God got this. Through this is going to be a powerful testimony. I believe it. And also, man, because of our, our, our relationship with God, we built for this. We built for this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it to be like tough or whatever, but when you have a consistent, constant relationship with, with your Lord and Savior, he gives you the confidence to say, you built for this.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. And, and this hit so home. This hit home so much. You know what I mean? With me, you know, my son is autistic, and right. Bryson is, is 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 eleven years old, going on twenty two. But sometimes he does things like at five, and right. And you had to be very patient. Everything is a process. Everything is a process. Sometimes, if Bryson don't want you to go to work today, it's hard to go to work. You know, gotcha. when you can't. When they say you're lining up shoes and doing things a certain way but if you can't find a toy that they want i done bought so many multiple toys that is crazy but the problem is he ended up finding the multiple toys so now he know he had two or three of them so now you gotta keep up with two or three of them so i i understand that certain things the spectrum is so large and I and i'm an autism dad and um my lady um soon to be my wife i've been with her i done made her wait so long and you gotta forgive me for that you know but you know I move on. I move. I move on God's time, and I know it's time. I gave her a ring recently, but it's more about you. Um, but at the end of the day, she is my rock. We butt heads at times, but the thing is, I know at the end of the day who who is there for me. She's my support system. She's my rock. I'm her rock. You feel what I'm saying? When I'm weak, she's strong. When I'm strong, she she might be weak, but I'm we there for each other. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes I feel like that's a good rolling, you know. But at the end of the day, so I can relate to your story. I can relate to your situation on that part. Now we only have a few minutes left, but I want to I can't go without touching on this. Um, you're a part of the Black Eye Media Room, CME Studios, you're a partner in this. Um, you have your own show. I want you to and it's let's talk sports, y'all. I want to know how it came about. I know what it's about, but I want you to tell them about when can they find it, what it's about. I want you to just talk about it and and how you know how it helps people or or you know how is it entertaining and how you know just talk about it, you know what I mean? And and I, I guarantee, I guarantee you're gonna get some followers behind this because I'm a fan. You know, maybe more of a fan of Bachman. <laughs> You know, I like certain fighters, but now I'm looking at the underdogs and stuff. And I haven't been in the gyms with you, but let's let's get to you. You have a podcast. What's the name of the podcast? Let's talk sports, y'all. Okay, what is Let's Talk Sports y'all about?
1: Sports and uh, and 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 it's, and and, it's, and mainly boxing, but I mean we dabble with you know NBA, NFL, boxing, MMA, basketball. But let me say this: the true story of this and the true. We're like this, where did this come from? It came from our love for sports that been in, that, that been instilled in us since we were kids. Okay. That's where it really came from. You know, we've been talking about possibly doing something like a podcast with sports forever. You know what I mean? And a lot of the guys, y'all know who you are, and I hope y'all see this video. A lot of y'all who sat around and said, Oh man, let's do a podcast, let's do a podcast, let's do a podcast, let's do a podcast. So many of y'all. And then when we finally got the lights on, you was nowhere to be found. Mm. But I still love you. Mm. I still love you. But y'all know who you are. You know who you are. And and, and I even be like, you know, man, because I'm talking about these are people that like at work. <laughs> I'm talking about we, 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 we in the in the break room going at it, going ham. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We, we at each other's neck talking about, you know, throwing stats and breaking it all down and all that. But like I said, you know, started out on a boxing. I was on a boxing show. You know, things kind of didn't work, work out on the business side. But, you know, me and, me and everybody still cool. But then I went on and said, you know, this is something that I just couldn't let go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was too far in. I couldn't let it go. So mm-hmm. I'm just and I'm still taking baby steps, you know, still taking baby steps. And every day is a learning process. So, you know, no, I didn't have all the answers. I didn't have everything together. I didn't have all the th- everything mapped out. But I knew this is what I want to do. So I just, I t- you know, I took a leap of faith and I jumped out there. You know what I mean. So and 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 we still growing. We still learning. We still growing. But as we grow, we're making strides in different ways. You know what I mean. It's still a lot I got to learn on the business side. Still, I got a lot of learn. I got on the promotion side. But what we are, we are heavily involved in the media of these sports things. We are we 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 we're in the mix. You know what I mean. As people can see in the pics and stuff like that. So we really are involved, and we 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 really developed the part where we're. Can, can truly be considered a media company
0: and you know where I mean? and let me ask you um what inspired you to do this i mean just say okay i'm gonna I'm jump out there i'm gonna do me i'm gonna do i'm gonna jump out on me and, and and do let's talk sports y'all how did that name come about and what just made you say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm do you know you know what's crazy now the name
1: the name is weird. We were sitting and you was there. We were really? sitting in the studio. And we was like, we're gonna go live and we're gonna do an all sports, an all sports podcast. And we just sitting there like, what we gonna do? He's just like, I was like, man, look, let's just call the let's talk sports, y'all, and we just gonna start the show. And we literally did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we literally just said, Hey man, we're gonna call it Let's Talk Sports, y'all. Go live, went live. And just kept running. And we never looked back. Sometimes, man, the spontaneous things happen. Just like when I first got my rap name, God just came not and said, tight, shorty. Just went with it. Sometimes you just got to go with it. Just like the apostle came in a dream. I went to sleep one night and the name apostle was in my mind. The apostle was on my mind. I woke up the next day. I said, I'm going to be the apostle. Keep on going. Sometimes, man, look. Sometimes when it hits you, you just got to go. You know what I mean? you just got to so, go
0: so in the sports world um do people know you as what do they what do they know you as i mean who do they what do they call you
1: i the crazy thing about it is most people they don't even go they don't go past the aka <laughs> they just they yeah. even say I, oh. i've been
0: on they be like aka aka
1: or oh, ak they don't even go <laughs> past i mean every platform is ak aka and they don't even go to the apostle they just say AKA aka so like when i'm in the like i'm in the room with a lot of people oh that's aka mm-hmm. all
0: right
1: at least they know who i am you know
0: so where, where can we in this and, and 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 i've seen you some of the who are some of the people you interview some of the people um you just in a nutshell who have you some of the people that you interviewed i don't want to slight anybody but just name a few and uh
1: of course and, Of course for around here everybody knows i have a very good relationship with most of most if not all the you know you know the dmv fighters namely the russells you know what i mean Uh, definitely cool with everybody over andrew council dream and and and, you you know yeah trayvon sniper marshall and all them you know always seeing them they got my guys out baltimore you know my man childs of course you know, the legends out here, you know, the the Two Shop Johnson, the Sean Bay, the Keith Holmes, the Joppies. You know, all we, Like I say, all the all the local fighters, and they're not local. I'm saying DMV fighters. I don't want to call you local because a lot of them are out there mm-hmm. worldwide. So definitely, you know, well-known to them. And outside of them, of course, y'all seen me. You know, I've been around, you know, Bud Crawford, core Stevenson. Uh, you know, pretty much all Josh a lot
0: Taylor, of the... I saw the interview with Josh Teller. You posted on Instagram. I did. I and interviewed I Josh you, I know you have. A, I make joke, but oh. I say, like, I know... Oh, yeah, Josh, Zab is...
1: Man, let, me, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. I met Zab through Flat, his, his, mm-hmm. his partner, um, David flashbox
0: Yeah, but what flat, I, would, flat, I, I, I Hey, I would
1: shout be. out to them guys because I'm saying like this. Every single time I went to somewhere and, you know, they was involved, they always show maximum love. You know what I mean, maximum love. You know what I mean, and that's all you can ask for. You know what I mean. It's just like my clubhouse guys, you day they in, then now. You know my clubhouse guys in the surf boxing room. My man maniac Mo Joe, definitely my man basement boxing talks. My man yeah. uh, black black star sports and all that. Yes, 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 yes. Boxing like
0: to the DC, you can't that that platform. Oh UK.
1: man, listen, listen. I, you know every everybody know before I end every
0: show, I gotta tell boxing to DC, the
1: DC. They the best group thus far. Now, now and the reason it's why there's more say, groups
0: out there, it's some more groups, but that's like you know why you know why group. I say they
1: the best group because they don't never get outside the realm of what we're talking about. You go on a lot of them other groups, people cussing each other out, people to give them the address, all kinds of silly stuff. But we we may disagree, but we keep it boxing, we keep it boxing,
0: you know what I mean, and that's why I love boxing in DC. Okay, now. With this podcasting situation. And you have a prominent podcasting show. Um, you can find you on Spotify, you can find you on um, Apple Music is coming up, Deezer, Amazon, StreamYard, you've been this clubhouse, Instagram. I mean, you everywhere, brother. Um, where do you see yourself in the next five years with this music, this media?
1: Prayerfully, prayerfully, um, I, I can I I honestly can say that, you know, with a team walking into a building of real production where the only thing I gotta do is sit down and say, hey man, put this camera here, put this camera here. I need this note, I knew that. I mean, I I, I see it, I see it being being where Skip and Shannon was at, where Steven there and Max was at. You know what I mean? I don't want to just stay here.
0: You know, so what I mean? are, are you are you do you want co-host or do you still want to do it? Absolutely. Show?
1: Absolutely. But it want a be, steady it's want to be structured. Co-host. Yes, it's going to be structured.
0: Are you going to have a team? Are you going to be on the camera at all times or what? What is you are going to be the main guy or? No, no.
1: I want to get to the point where you have a real show where I can actually be like, OK, today I'm going to I'm going to step away and they're going to run the show for the day.
0: I don't like you to say "real show" because you have a real show now. But you know, I'm I'm talking about.
1: I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the full production. Today at nine o'clock, weekly every every weekdays at nine o'clock on such and such network. That's what I mean.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I see you there, brother. I mean, I I, I see it. Yeah, I I see. I man, I, I speak in 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 reality and facts and and what I've seen as well. And and I see it growing. I look at year intervals and five year intervals and I've seen the jump. Through the pandemic, you didn't stop. You know, we all had scares through the pandemic and not slow you down. Man, my guy, I, I've seen you hustle. I've seen you in New York. We was in the fight together and you was like, yo B, this is what this is. Let's go down here. We there. It was like, yo, we going to that fight tomorrow. How much is it? Boom. He was like, yo, I'm cash happy. Let's do it. I'm going up to such and such New York, man. I'm going to be walking. I'm a, I walk such and such and such this, that, and the other. And I did this, but you was there. And I seen the growth. I seen the shirts. I've seen the, the host. I've seen the guests. I seen all the stuff that you're doing. And brother, like I said, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a brother. I'm a partner. I'm a fan. I, I, Man, this interview has been great, and I would like to do it more often with other people. We gotta and, do a part two. Yeah, you're we you're the most, you're the most inspiration. One of the most inspirational people I I've met. You've inspired me more than you know. I look up to you, Um, not only as a partner but as an older brother. You ain't that much older than me, but older brother. Oh Old no. Yeah, I know. And I respect you so much. Like I have so much respect and admiration for you. And sometimes I want to be like, man, what am I really doing? And I look over to the left. Sometimes it'll be to the right. And I see that light come on and, and, or I'll just hit the Instagram or I hit the computer and you on. Okay. Like, that's why I'm doing this. Cause this guy's still pushing. Guy setting up shows in the middle of the night, some shows he ain't even end up doing, but I see him. Some of the shows he did.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I'm like, yo, man, this guy working. Then there'd be times I'll be about to go up or thinking about going up, and I was like, Yo, he on the stream yard. And that made me feel so good because I'm like, Yo, we putting in that work. You're the reason that I upped the money on the stream yard and got a bigger plan you're the reason and it's a good reason because you're putting in work you're holding down our situation right now the company situation you're leading you're that beacon in the dark and brother i swear it ain't too many better people than you on this earth as a person so at the end of the day i want you to tell people where to find you um how can they find you um and and the thing is you're not a hollywood guy and if it's anybody i know that could be hollywood or should be hollywood it it would be you and you're not that you're not that you'll get a shirt off your own back for people and and right now i'm gonna tell you like it's tears in my eyes brother because of i know you and i've seen your growth and i'm looking at you like a younger brother and i'm like dog that's the guy i want to be like you know so where can they find you brother where and how can they find you
1: you can find me on all platforms uh aka the apostle it's either aka the apostle or let's talk sports y'all but it's gonna be either it's gonna be on or called me neil but that's only on the Facebook. But like I said, it's either AK the Apostle or Let's Talk Sports, y'all, and that's going to be on. Uh, that's going to be on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, IG, Clubhouse, Twitter, TikTok, Apple. Yeah, you, know. <laughs> you, yeah, you name it, we there. The AK, the Apostle, or Let's Talk Sports y'all. sometimes even both, but it's on all platforms. And, and, and somehow, someway during the course of a day, I'm going to either be interacting or definitely in the Boxing, the DC group, the boxing community, the sports forum. But like I said, I, sometimes you may see me interacting on different pages and this and that, leaving comments and stuff like that. But at one point, at one point in time, during the course of every day, I'm going to be live on one of these platforms
0: okay 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 is it any particular day like they need to look for you like any particular day like- right
1: now until next month you know it's going to be mainly in the evenings probably you know in, you know mondays mondays and wednesdays you know you can look for me in the evenings nine, 9 o'clock you know I'm, you know probably just doing weekly sports updates and definitely you can check my page daily because you know i'm, I'm dropping a. Uh, you know dropping dropping uh shorts and uh reels and things like that so you you know just keep you abreast of what i'm talking about what i'm chopping up drop one today about the canelo alvarez uh canelo alvarez signing with pbc for three fights so you know check that out that's fresh hot off the oven. you know what i mean they're always doing post fights always okay. doing post fights now my right. next big the next big post fight will be july 29th
0: oh i already know so where are you going to watch this fight at where are you going to be when you are
1: honestly fight? here's the thing
0: got one or two options, everybody. For those that
1: want to rock with me, all my homies, whoever want to rock with me that night, you can definitely come in and rock it it in the man cave because you know I I keep the man cave, keep it. Or it's either the man cave or the studio because as soon as the fight is over, I'm going live post-fight.
0: Okay. So I would be one of three places. I would either be in the studio that night which is, that's a long ride home. But I I, I know that it's going to be some good stuff in that studio that night. Well, I'm going to be here at home with my family watching it. Because my son is a boxing fan. Both of my sons. Or I will be on that couch at your house. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be one of the three. And I think, you know, we'll figure that out in between time. Um, Give me a quick. Since uh, I said I was gonna cut it off at 125, I'm gonna do it at 125. I try to keep them under an hour, but it was so much good content. And um, I said, I said, tonight we're gonna go 125. We had 121. I want to know who do you have for this fight, first of all? Who was the fight? And who do uh, you have?
1: I mean, so many fights coming up, but everybody, of course, the big fight actually that week we got two major fights that week. First, you got Monster in a way,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then you got a guy cool boy stuff, Steph Stephen Fulton. But the big fight everybody's talking about in the fuss side of the world is going to be Earl Spence versus Terrence Crawford. It's a generational fight. We can debate all day if it's up there with the Leonards and the Hearns and all that. We can debate that all day. But right now, this is the generational fight of this, of this generation. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna go with Earl Spence. Right,
0: you're going on record with saying you're going well.
1: I've been know. on record, I've been on record, yeah, for, the, for a
0: couple years, yeah, yeah,
1: for years. But it's not, it's not taking any away from the wonderful fighter that Terrence Crawford is. I believe, and I could be doing this strictly from an underdog, and I could be doing this strictly from you know my own personal.
0: So, but, you're saying Spence is the underdog,
1: definitely. Okay. But I, I, I believe. That this kid has more tools in his bag than people, but than people, but than people know. You know what I mean? And I believe that it's something about him that I think he's going to be able to do. That's just going to just be enough to you know outbox Tyson and get a W. But don't but don't get me wrong. If Tyson Crawford wins this fight, there's no shock whatsoever. And I see because see a lot of people did the, the problem you got on social media and where everybody's divided that if you like one, you gotta hate the other. And if you say something good about Spence, you gotta, or, or vice versa, you gotta say something bad about the other. No, listen, Crawford fans, everything you say he is, he's that. He's him. He's him. Mm-hmm. I just believe the man he's fighting
0: is him too. Yeah. It's so it's o- It's okay. It's okay to like both of them. It's okay, do, I, 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 oh,
1: I, nah, but nah, you don't
0: nah. have to. You don't have to hate one guy to like the other or love the other. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Both I got of them, them. seem to be stand-up guys, and both of them on top of their game. You
1: like, see all the people getting mad. It was like, man, the bre- the breast conference was so boring. Yes. No, they was true to who they are.
0: They are. Right. They was
1: true to who they are. We're they not both have
0: admiration and respect for each other. They talk exactly. a little trash, but they, they talk a little the trash. They, they
1: have, have
0: respect for each other. Yeah. They have respect for each other. Always have. Like, like, like the coaches said, where we like you. you. You we're co-workers. We like you. Right, right. Like the one right. said, man, look, we said
1: well, if I wasn't fighting you, I'll watch your fight. We, I'm a fan of you. Yeah, exactly. But there's nothing wrong with that. Boxing mm-hmm. need more situations like that. Exactly.
0: All right, good brother. This was a good, 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 good interview tonight. Long overdue. Should have been one of the first interviews I ever done. You know what I mean? But we here now. I appreciate um, this, man. I, and
1: I can't wait for the rest of the uh, the family of the Black Eyed Media Room and all those that's associated with us. I can't wait to see theirs and I can't wait for them to see this, man. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, it's only beginning, get- man. And I, I want to reach out to you. I know you're a busy man, but I would love to uplift people, this is the beginning of this. We got an extra flex with me and Mister. I'm here. I'm um, here, man. When we come up something that we interview people and tell stories and listen to their story, positive, all positive stuff. It can't be no, no riffraff. We are gonna do all people with messages, you know, to help each other, man. Everybody, check on your mental health. That's very important. Say a prayer for somebody. Um, you know, say a prayer. You never know what people are going through, you know, be there for them. Right. Like I said, uh, good brother. I'm a man of mine and I'm going to tell you, I love you. Thank and, you. I'm glad, and I'm glad that we are working together. I'm glad that I had this great interview tonight with you. And until the next time, you know what it is. Salute champion. All right.